Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So I'm going to let you know up front, this is one of the worst cases for a January 6th defendant, and not just for what he did on January 6th, but what he did after January 6th. So I'm going to give you that information up front, stick around to the end so you can hear those details. Um, But 45-year-old Illinois resident Shane Woods fell for all of the online conspiracy theories about the election. He shared BS stories online about Donald Trump watermarking ballots and, you know, how he led Democrats into a trap. He told others that the National Guard was reviewing these ballots, and he assured a friend that, quote, we will get Trump back in. He told another friend that people should be hung for so-called fraudulent election activities. And after convincing another friend to join him in D.C., Woods advised that friend to bring a, quote, knife and whatever you think. I know D.C. is gun free. I'm bringing blade. On January 6th, Wood was seen on video essentially body slamming a female officer. The officer had just been sprayed in the face with an orange chemical, presumably bear spray. Um, Luckily, she had on a face shield and she started chasing after the man who had sprayed her. Well, he starts running into the mob and the officer was chasing after him at full speed, didn't see Woods at all. He steps out from where he was standing, steps into her path, lowers his shoulder and completely rams into her. Now on video, it looks like Woods didn't just slam into her, didn't just step into her path, but like he intentionally stuck his foot out and his leg to try to trip her. And the prosecutor notes, Woods is six feet tall, 220 pounds. And then the officer is only five foot four inches tall and 120 pounds. So she went flying and she slammed into metal barricades that had been knocked down by the mob. So she hit the barricades and the concrete. Following the Capitol attack, she reported that her entire body was in total pain as a result of this assault. She described it as if she had been hit by a truck. That's how her body felt. So Woods wasn't done with all of the violence after that. He didn't say, oh, okay, I hurt a female officer. Let me stop now. No, he headed over to the media staging area. That, you guys will recall, was where the mob was destroying equipment that had been left behind because they were menacing and threatening members of the media. So the media fled in fear of their lives. So Woods approaches this area. He first kicks a stool and he knocks it over. Then he started circling a cameraman who was still in the area. This cameraman tried to ignore Woods and he starts walking away while Woods runs past him, then purposely bumps into the cameraman, bumps into him with his shoulder. When that failed to knock the cameraman down or stop him and he kept walking, Woods attacked him again more aggressively. He ran after the cameraman and then slammed into him from the side. The prosecutor described it as, quote, an NFL linebacker hunting a quarterback after an interception. 
So the cameraman and his camera go down. They hit the ground. His camera crashed into stone pavers. Now, luckily, the cameraman missed the stone pavers, narrowly missed the pavers. He instead hit the grass, but he fell down flat on his back. So still could have been seriously injured. Woods took a few more steps after making contact with him. And then he turned around and he smiled. There was someone else filming him and he like smiles at the camera. Like he's very proud of what he had just done. Following the Capitol attack, Woods bragged about his crimes to his friends and family. He told one friend not to give up because he believed that Trump was going to enact the Insurrection Act. And then he said, you know, he was planning to seize control of all the media. You guys will probably remember that was going around. Woods also discussed fleeing the country or at least going to Texas, which I guess is kind of like another country sometimes. <laughs> um, he said he thought that, you know, Texas was going to secede from the U.S. and then it would be invaded. I swear the imagination of these people. So Woods was arrested on June 24th of 2021, and in a superseding indictment, he was charged with civil disorder, assaulting officers, striking or wounding a person within territorial jurisdiction, entering restricted grounds, disorderly conduct on restricted grounds, two counts of physical violence, and simple assault within territorial jurisdiction. In September of 2022, Woods pleaded guilty to both the striking and assault charge, and so he was looking at up to eight years in prison, three years of probation, and 250000 in fines. Unfortunately, the judge allowed this violent man to remain on bond. He ended up murdering someone. In November of 2022, Woods was pulled over for driving 101 miles an hour. You guys might remember this. I shared the story when it happened. The officer smelled alcohol on Woods' breath, but instead of immediately taking him into custody, the officer said, I'm going to have to issue you a ticket. And Woods tells him, I don't care because I'm going to prison anyway. And he said, I'm, quote, done. He said that he was going to, quote, end it. And then he told the officer that in addition to the, the prison time that he was facing for the capital attack, he was also facing charges for hundreds of thousands of dollars in tax evasion. Evidently, Woods earns or earned about $150,000 a year, and he admits that he hasn't paid his taxes to, since 2017. So the officer tried to calm him down, and then he makes this fatal mistake. He went back to his patrol car, and he calls his supervisor, and he calls for backup. So by the time the officer gets back to Woods' car, Woods had already started the engine and he takes off. Shortly after taking off, Woods enters the highway on an exit ramp and he starts driving at a high rate of speed on the wrong side of the freeway. So Woods crashes into another vehicle head on. He causes a multi-car pileup one of the cars bursts into flames and 35-year-old Lauren Wegner died on the scene. And then there was another couple that was seriously injured. They suffered spinal disc injuries, fractured fingers, a fractured knee, glass in their eyes, also in their hand, in one of their hands, a brain bleed, 
a head wound requiring 50 stitches, a broken back, a fractured rib and neck pain. Woods was also injured, so he was taken to the hospital where his blood alcohol level was tested and he was over twice the legal limit. While he was in the hospital, there was a police officer who was standing guard because he was under arrest. And the police officer overheard Woods admit to a, a visitor that he had that his intention was to drive his car head on into a semi truck. So he was trying to kill himself by hitting a semi truck. Instead, kills this 35 year old woman. So Woods has now been convicted of six additional charges on top of the January 6 charges, including first degree murder. And so he's going to be going on trial for that case in January of 2024. In regard to his January 6th case, the prosecutor requested 71 months in prison, three years of probation and 2000 in restitution. Pretty weak considering that he violated the terms of his release for January 6th by murdering someone and injuring multiple other people. You know, if you can't ask for the maximum in a case like this, I don't know when it would apply. And the prosecutor noted in his sentencing memo that Woods has an, quote, extensive history of alcohol-related arrests. And his own defense attorney told the court that Woods has, quote, untreated mental health issues exacerbated by his drug and alcohol abuse. Clearly, this guy has a sense of entitlement a mile long. So U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta presided over Woods' case, and unfortunately, I couldn't find any details about what was said at the sentencing hearing, but Wood was sentenced to only 54 months in prison, three years of probation. I seriously don't understand what is going on with Judge Mehta. If anyone deserved the full sentence, it is this man. The only good decision that Meta made was that he ruled that Woods should serve any other sentence consecutively to, to this prison term. So at least when he's sentenced in January, that prison term won't even begin until this one ends. Such a vile, egregiously selfish human being. May he rot for decades and be treated as he has treated others. And again, this is one of three. This, this is one of three January 6th defendants who after, either after or before January 6th, murdered someone by driving drunk. All right, I will let you all know if I hear more. I will definitely let you know when he is sentenced in January. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. If you can donate, appreciate it so much. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.